0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one intentional page of Talmud a day. And what a page we have today. And what a guest, Rabbi David Bashevkin, friend, mentor. Hello.
1: What an absolute joy and pleasure to uh, share Talmud with you today, Leo. Thank you for having me.
0: It's our pleasure as always, but today's DAF strikes me as, as a little complicated. It comes Sort of on the tail end of a few pages that were really kind of you know out there, up there in the heavens, with with legends, with with fiery stories and characters, and and here in today's pages we we kind of get right back to earth, back to the law. And here's how page ninety one begins. I'll read it first in Aramaic, then in English. Mahu de tema, betolei betalah lemachshavto kamashmalan kol haosei aldat rishonahu Lest you say that in doing so, his original intention is completely nullified, since when he carries it out, he is no longer conscious of the reason that he stored it. The Tana of the Mishnah teaches us that, here's the important quote, anyone who performs an action with an object with which he had dealings in the past performs the action with the original intention in mind. Explain.
1: So this is such a fascinating line and passage of Talmud. In that what the Talmud is discussing over here is a very technical discussion, but I think something very sweet emerges from it. It's a technical discussion about what's the minimal amount that is needed to carry something in order to violate the prohibition of carrying on Shabbos. And what the Talmud is saying is that if somebody stores something away because it's precious to him, because it's important to him, so if what they store away is actually much smaller than the normal amount that would be required to violate carrying, then even if they take it out later— and they're not thinking of the specialness of the object, they're not thinking about the preciousness of the object, then they still violate it because that initial act of storing it away, that initial act of preciousness, all future acts derive from that initial investment of significance in this object. And this rule applies not only to what we see in the laws of violation of carrying on Shabbos, it actually applies in the other areas of Talmud as well. Anytime that we have a requirement for intentionality, for investing significance in an action, whether it is slaughtering an animal, whether it's, let's say, making uh, ritual objects or whatever it is, so you need this initial mindset of focus, but then all the other subsequent actions you do, we apply this principle that, Kol ha'oseh, whatever you do, al das rishona hu you do it with the initial intent and significance that you invested into the action. And you know, Liel, I was reading this passage, and I was thinking, like, you know, it's a kind of a technical rule. We're talking about carrying on Shabbos, but to me, this is such a fundamental principle about how we invest significance and how we make something precious to us. That when you put something aside in your life or you invest significance in a relationship, in an object, in something in your house, that even if later on, you know, you don't take it out every morning and say, this is important to me, this is meaningful to me that initial act of investing significance and preciousness into something is able to carry over throughout your life and i just found that was just like so sweet and profound like a legal rumination on how you make something precious
0: meaning that even after you know lord knows how many uses and even under you know changing circumstances there's always a spark right in in that thing that reminds you of that initial action and of the intentionality that you imbued in it that sort of directs your mind back to that original place, back to that first uh, moment, that first action. Is that correct?
1: That's exactly right. You know what I think about? In my office, I have all of these little like tchotchkes, all these little things in my office. And I have one particular thing. I don't think I ever spoke about this before, but I have an autographed baseball from Ted Williams. Did I ever tell you about this baseball? So I have this autographed baseball from Ted Williams. Now, where did I get this and why do I have it? It's actually really interesting. My father gave it to me as a prize when I was in eighth grade for learning Tractate. Guess which Tractate we studied together. Shabbat, I'm going exactly. To go Shabbat. We learned this track together. I was in eighth <laughs> grade, and he wanted to, you know, motivate me and get me a prize. And my dad, we're from Mass. he's from Massachusetts. I grew up in Long Island. And he went to a sports auction and he said, who is the sports figure? This is my dad thinking growing up in Boston, who my son would be most excited by. And my dad came home with a Ted Williams autographed baseball. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't a huge baseball fan. And I don't really know, you know, I didn't grow up in the era of Ted Williams, neither did my father, frankly. But that initial giving it over to me as a symbol of my accomplishment, our relationship together forged through learning. Every Shabbos, we would learn this Tractate Shabbos together. So when I walk into my office, I don't think about that whole story together. I I barely glance at it. It's just kind of sitting on my shelf. But kola osa aldas rishona osa, that initial precious moment of him having that over to me still kind of is a spark in my eye, in my mindset, in my office, that gives me that sweetness, that cherishing moment that I'm able to carry into every single ordinary day I sit at my desk.
0: As we say in Aramaic, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Rabbi David Rashevkin, thank you so much.
1: Such an absolute pleasure.
0: This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes, Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com/ take one or email us at take at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.